Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Hey, what's going on? Dodgers Nation, Doug McCain here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. The Dodgers signed Miguel Rojas to a contract extension. We're going to break down the deal and tell you everything you need to know, what it means for the future of LA's infield. But first, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. For all things Dodger baseball, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. And if you really want to support the channel, you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And as always, I want your takes down below in the comments section. Today's Dodgers Nation questions of the day. One, do you like the signing by the Dodgers? Do you think it was smart for them to extend him? And also, what are all your thoughts on Miguel Rojas? What are your expectations? Do you think he can be a key contributor for this team? I want all your Miggy Rojas takes down below. And for all latest Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. So we've got some Dodgers contract extension news to get into. The Dodgers. Dodgers have signed recently acquired Miguel Rojas to a contract extension through at least the 2024 season. The club announced on Saturday, the team tweet out, the Dodgers have agreed to terms with infielder Miguel Rojas on a one-year contract extension through the 2024 season for $6 million. The contract includes a salary of $5 million in 2024, a club option salary of $5 million for the 2025 season with a $1 million buyout. So let's break down the deal. Miguel Rojas was uh, so let's break down the deal. So Miguel Rojas was set to take home $5 million this season. He had signed a two-year $10 million deal a few years ago, but now he'll take home $5 million for the 2024 season, and there's a $5 million club option for 2025 that includes a $1 million buyout. So essentially this deal guarantees Rojas another $6 million. He'll earn $5 million in 2024 and if they don't pick up that $5 million club option, you have that $1 million buyout attached to it. So it'll take home $6 million. If everything goes right, you could pick up an extra $15 million in this deal. $5 million for the 2023 season, $5 million for the 2024 season, and $5 million in 2025. So it's another shorter-term contract extension that we've seen from Andrew Friedman. It's really becoming the Friedman special. We saw a deal with Blake Trinan and Max Muncy, Daniel Hudson, Austin Barnes. This one, you had one more year on his deal, and he was entering that season, but it is similar to what Freeman has been doing. And another takeaway from this deal is that it does raise Rojas's tax number. That number goes from $5 million to $5.5 million, which is the new average annual value because it's technically a two-year deal now since that 2023 salary was restructured. And if you look at the guaranteed money, including the signing bonuses, Rojas is guaranteed $11 million for 2024 
2023 and 2024 so that AAV is at five and a half million so 500,000 more than it was before the extension so for any Dodger fans out there that were fearful that maybe this organization is going to look to cut costs and maybe trade some big league talent like Max Muncy or Chris Taylor even Blake Trinan maybe they attach a prospect like I said right after the Trevor Bauer decision was made that 22.5 million dollars added to their salary it was just not feasible they were never going to be able to stay under and at this point they're not worrying about it they're trying to put together the best roster they can then go out there and compete to win a World Series title and now the next question becomes was this a smart signing by the Dodgers was this a good decision to sign a player that hasn't even played a game for LA a guy that's dealt with injuries a guy that turns 34 in a few weeks by the way a nice little birthday present for Miguel Rojas little contract extension and also a guy that has been a below average bat he has struggled at the plate well if you look at this deal five million dollars per season for a guy that plays elite defense in the infield where you need a premium defender at this point with the restriction on the shift you're gonna need a guy like Miguel Rojas In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. that you can plug into multiple positions. You can play him at third. You can play him at short. You can play him at second. This is a guy that's versatile. And also, he brings that leadership, that veteran savvy that this team definitely can benefit from, especially when you have some young Dodgers, some young prospects, some farmhands that are coming up to try to take those positions in Miguel Vargas and Gavin Lux. And we also know that he's fully going to embrace his role on the Dodgers. He knows he's coming in to play multiple positions on the infield we also know that he's taken some of the young Dodgers under his wing already he's already put in some work with Miguel Vargas down in Miami he had this to say I feel like if you can play short you can play anywhere that's my mentality Vargas wants to be a good defender and he's working hard to be good at second base and I think it's important to note that Miguel Vargas if you look at his sprint speed he is one of the top three to five most athletic players on this Dodgers team I think he has the requisite range to handle second base where you're going to need more athleticism you're going to need more range at this point with the restricted shift in place and then having a guy like Miguel Rojas that is invaluable a guy that can just show him the way show him little techniques give him confidence and work with him and we know that he was instrumental in developing a lot of guys down in Miami and that a lot of guys talk about Miguel Rojas as such a positive clubhouse influence on the field in the clubhouse and really just can help young players reach their full potential so there's that intangible that comes with Miguel Rojas that you don't see in the box score. Now, when it comes to him at the plate offensively, make no mistake about it. He has struggled last year. If you look at qualified shortstops, he finished dead last. If you look at WRC plus, but he was dealing with that wrist injury during the second half of the season. After the all-star break, he heard it in his slide against the Texas Rangers. And if you look at his numbers up until that point, they weren't great, but they still weren't as bad as they were after the injury. He had an 82 WRC plus 
was. He was slashing 239, 287, 353. And then after the injury, that WRC plus dropped to 61, slashing 231, 277, and 281. So offensively, he's never been a plus bat, save for that 2020 season where he got off to that hot start, had really his best run at the plate. But he is definitely better than the guy he was after the injury. For his career, he's an 85 WRC plus, which is 15% below average. So can they get him to be a serviceable bat at the plate? Because if you look at his stat cast numbers, there's not a lot to like. I mean, if you look at his hard hit rate, if you look at that barrel percentage in the three percentile, hard hit percentage in the three percentile, the average exit velocity in the seven percentile. So he's not a guy that smokes the ball or hits the ball hard, but he doesn't strike out very much in the 95th percentile and strikeout rate, 92nd percentile whiff percentage, doesn't walk very much, not a fast guy. But there's no question about that that wrist injury that he suffered in the first game after the All-Star break on a slide against the Texas Rangers, that impacted him at the plate. It definitely hurt his power numbers. And the question is, how healthy is he? Because he did have two surgeries in the span of four months. First, he had the debridement surgery on the last day of the season to remove cartilage from his right wrist. And then in January, they found a piece of bone that was in between his thumb and his index finger just kind of stuck in there. And that was also impacting his swing while he was trying to recover and put in some work and trying to get that rehab in. So he was just cleared recently. So what is the status right now for Miguel Rojas? Well, he said yesterday at FanFest, hand is doing so much better. I saw the doctor a couple days ago and he cleared me to hit and do all the stuff. I'm looking forward to being 100% healthy for spring training. So if he can get to 100%, not miss any time, he's even considering playing in the WBC for Venezuela. So that is a good sign that he is getting close to having a clean bill of health. And that really is what the Dodgers are banking on. Can he be healthy? Can he mentor the young guys? Can he be that utility infielder that they thought Hanser Alberto was going to be, but a better version? Because defensively, this guy is the real deal. He plays defense in the infield at an elite level, and the numbers bear that out. Last season, he was a finalist for the Gold Glove Award. He was ranked second behind Jeremy Pena with 15 defensive runs. Saved. He had 10 outs above average. That was tied for fifth. Had a 4.9 UZR, so that was fourth best. So he, by the numbers, is one of the better defenders in all of Major League Baseball, and he can really help this team. I see Miguel Rojas as the ultimate band-aid for this infield because he can play third base where I believe Max Muncy is absolutely going to be the opening day starter. He can play shortstop. He can play second base. And let's say, if you look at the shortstop position, let's say Gavin Lux, who has dealt with some injuries through the last couple seasons. If he goes down, you got your shortstop in Rojas. Let's say Gluck struggles against left-handed pitching. Maybe you start Rojas against lefties occasionally where he fares better against Southpaws. Then the second base position, you can play him there as well. So he gives you that optionality, that positional versatility that this organization covets. And I think, too, the mentorship. He's almost going to be a Crash Davis, right? I mean, if you look at Gavin Lux, you look at Miguel Vargas, you can really mentor these young guys, and I think that's going to be huge. And I also think that when you look at how important it is to have defenders in this new age of Major League Baseball, this is uncharted water. We are going back in time. We're not going to see as many shifts. You are going to need athletic and capable defenders. And Miguel Rojas is absolutely that. But yesterday at FanFest, I caught up with Miguel Rojas and we talked about his opportunity to get back on the Dodgers and how much that re-energizes him. Got his take on the new rules and its impact on the shortstop position. Also, about his fresh kicks.
that he's going to be bringing to that Dodgers clubhouse. Here, check it out. Miguel, you're a veteran. I want to know, how much does it re-energize you to be back on the Dodgers, a World Series contender, at this stage of your career? Uh, yeah, 100% uh, a booth of energy. Um, I, I feel like I, I've been worried about some other, so many other things than just playing baseball the, the last couple of years uh, because uh, the necessity of uh, being a good leader, being a good mentor for kids and, and being there for, for them, you know, when they get to the big leagues. Now, I don't, I don't feel that way anymore. I feel like I want to play baseball. I want to I wanna show up and have fun, you know, and that's exactly what I feel, what I felt when I got the news that I was getting traded to the Dodgers. Um, super excited to play with guys like Freddie, Mookie, like get, get a reunion with Clayton, uh, Max Muncy, uh, Lux. I talk to them uh, a lot when I play against them, and now I can really wait to play with them. Yeah, and you're such an elite defender at shortstop. Talk about the restriction on the shift and what that means for premium shortstops like yourself. Uh, for me, it's gonna it's gonna be like playing baseball when I when I was growing up. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, When I when I got to the league, we didn't have a shift. Uh, we barely uh, uh, play uh, with a car or they tell you where to play. I feel like the instincts of the shortstop are gonna be uh, involved again, and hopefully uh, that can give a lot of jobs. To, to players like me when I was co coming up because I, I could have played short and I could have reached swings and I think that's going to be uh, an important role. Yeah, yeah. And you have, you have the best cleats in the game. Do you have anything in the works right now? I mean, you have the fire cleats, man. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it, you know. Like, I just got the news and I, I talk to my people that I always take care I take care of my shoes, but I'm going to bring some fire uh, because that, that's what I do. I love shoes. That's uh, that's my, um, that's kind of what I do uh, about when I'm not playing baseball. So, uh, you guys going to see that the shoes are going to be on point. But let me know down below in the comment section. What are your thoughts on the Dodgers extending Miguel Rojas? Do you think it's going to go down as a good signing or a bad signing? Give me all your Miguel Rojas takes down below. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. For all latest Dodgers news and rumors all season long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. And if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out.